Welcome to Tidolda. Oh, I'll do it again. Welcome to Tidolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> TV podcast back in the building, uh, jam packed episode, episode one. We had our national championship game last night. We had week one of the NFL playoffs, so we had wild card weekend. Uh, first time ever, three games on each day. We had a full full day of football both days, and then leading into Monday, which also had The Bachelor, which we're going to talk about in episode two. Uh, we got a UFC fight this weekend, so you know we'll be jumping into that. But let's start. What's up, boys? How you guys doing? Chilling, chilling. Good. Uh, let's start with NCAA recap. Okay, Morgan, this is your last NCAA recap of the year. I know it's sad. Sad. But uh, let's get into it. Yeah, sad to see. I mean... We, we got in the season, so we're really excited about that. But let's get into the game. I mean, it just happened last night for us. Bama absolutely blow, blows the doors out of Ohio State. I mean, it was a minus eight going into it was the line. CY said 21 points. I mean, we got, we were all – I think we were all kind of – you got to get into it the week before when you watch the playoff and you see Ohio State blow out Clemson, so you think they're going to have a chance against Bama. But I don't think there should be an argument here. Bama was head and shoulders the best team in the country this year, and it wasn't close. Like, it really wasn't. I don't know if anyone else feels the same way, but they were yeah. so fucking good this year. I think their closest margin was the Florida game, and that wasn't even a close 19. game. I think it was like 19. Yeah, Literally. I think that one was like 10 because they came back okay. at the end. But yeah. They averaged, what, 47 points a game? But, you know, what I think the stat was that I'm thinking of, it was Florida, Notre Dame, Ohio State. I think the average margin of victory between those three was 19. It's crazy. And those are all top 10 teams at one point. Do you think about the road that they took this year? They beat the number two team, Ohio State. They beat the four, Notre Dame. They beat the five, Texas A&M. I think the final rankings have uh, Florida at like 15. And then Georgia at like seven. And they beat the brakes off all those. And they beat the shit out of everyone. Beat the shit out of them. They absolutely beat. And every game was convincing. Yeah, I mean... V, what was your thoughts on the game? You had Ohio State. You picked them before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was so impressed what they did against Clemson. You know, I expected yeah. a more of a dogfight, punch them in the mouth type game, and Bama was just that good. But like, they would have done that to Clemson, I guess. Like, they would just beat the shit out of them. They they were. I don't think that anyone was. Better. Yeah, I don't think anyone was touching them this year. And and like I said, I don't think I'm not taking anything away from Ohio State. I think it was just the fact that Bama was that much better. And I, we'll, we'll get into the players and the reasons why, but it was like when CY and I watched the game together, and it was like Ohio State, when they were on offense, they were it was like pulling teeth to get points. It was tough. Yeah. Bama's defense was good. It was like they were scoring, but it was like these long, drawn-out drives. It was tough. It was difficult. Bama got the ball. It was like six plays. Yeah. It was yeah. Devontae Smith deep. Najee Harris would run for 15. Wheel route for 20. It was like, holy shit. Like, it's a de- it was a different level of offensive explosion on Bama's side. Yeah. And give credit, I mean, Justin Fields is a great ball player. It's sad that he's going to go. It's sad he's going to leave college football. He was phenomenal. But it was just the the horses for Bama were just too much at the end of the day. Yeah. I really were. I mean, Mac, did you, what was your kind of – Yeah, it's just a high-octane offense, dude. Yeah. Just a high-octane offense. Isn't it crazy to think, like, Jerry Judy, Ruggs, Tua – Left the Bama left. offense. Yeah, we were talking about the last night, and they got they better. Got better. They got better. Not only like, like better, they were like 
record-breaking. <laughs> like Devonte Smith was out of the shadow of Judy because you, yep. you, we always knew he's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I actually, if he was going to declare, I was like, dude, Packers late first round. I still thought he was a first round pick last year. He was good, and he's a third receiver. He, what he's done this year, I'm glad they gave him the Heisman because the, yeah. the first half of that game is like unstoppable. Yeah, Sean Wade is literally a first round draft pick, and he embarrassed the kid. Yeah, I don't want that kid on my team. It wasn't close. No. We'll talk. I, I mean, <laughs> is that Devontae Smith just that that good? Yeah, Sean Wade kind of been doing that all year. Though. I want to. We'll get He's into Devontae. I want to get into Devontae Smith later because he obviously was the MVP of the game, and he only played in the first half, by the way. But <laughs> let's talk about just the players. I mean, Mac Jones, um, Davey O'Brien winner. Then you got Najee Harris, Doak Walker winner, Devontae Smith, Bolitnikov winner. I mean, good God, holy! Yeah. They were literally like. Playing a triangle offense in the NFL, and then they yeah. had a uh, they had a lineman, Nachi, the best, yeah. yeah, yeah. He their their center that blew his center, knee yeah, against, yeah. Uh, yeah. against. He won the, be, well, uh, the best lineman, the best, Remington best, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, something but like yeah, it was like a triangle offense. It was it was going from either Mac Jones to Najee or Mac Jones over the top to Devontae. They had no answer. No answer. And like I said, we'll talk about the offense, but I mean, it's Saban's coaching, of course, reloading and getting his team ready. But we've talked about it. Sarkeesian was the one steering the ship. Like, as far, as far as, like, okay, sorry. Saban's steering the ship, of course. But I think Sarkeesian's the one that's, you know, telling him what to do at the he, end of the day. He like, put some butter into that offense. Like, he used Devontae Smith in the short game, the long some game. Of the, some of that play calling. Najee Harris' screen the, passes. The, re, the reverse motion. Get, I mean, the safety's eyes are in the backfield, like, not thinking about things. Yeah. Najee Harris on some of the wheel routes. I mean, it was a whole nother level of play are you, calling. Are we, you excited as Tex, Texas fan? Oh, you have to be. Of course, yeah. You I have mean, to be. I mean, Sark was a good coach when he was a head coach. He had the personal problems that yeah. kind of prevented That's him from excelling. That's what people excelling. forget about. He was successful. He went to Washington, and Washington was bad, and he turned that program around. They got better. He went to USC. They were still good. They weren't, you know, Pete Carroll USC, but they were a good program. That's when the personal issues kicked in, and then he kind of went downhill. Yeah. And that's what people forget. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's always been a good coach. He was good with Atlanta when, as OC there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just he's always been a good coach. He's been a good offensive mind. Um, to me, this game, you know, was just – it was one of those things we came over and talked about it a couple weeks ago about don't overthink it. it yeah. Was, it, it's, it's Bama. Trump. Yeah, it's you know it is. And don't don't what I say. Don't bet against Nick Saban. Yeah. In the championship. Yeah, don't do it. And I, we, I mean, I, I, I did not. Did. Stayed away. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I think stayed away. for the most part, we either stayed away or bet Bama just be, for that reason. You can't yeah. bet him in the national championship. We, we we you know we bet a bunch of prop bets, but that's aside. That's beside the point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but something I want to get into. I mean, Nick Saban. Let's just say it, he's the goat. Six yeah. national championships. Six national championship in twelve years for that, Bama. That's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely he incredible. Is a, he's the GOAT probably of any coaching in any sport almost. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue that. That's it incredible. It is hard to argue. I mean, obviously, Belichick is his yeah, you know, comparison. Belichick, Coach K. Also has six rings. You know, they, there's a Coach lot. Coach K, of course. There's, a, there's great coaches out there, and he is in that conversation of all time. I mean, six rings, man. That's more than one hand. Like. That's Brady. It's Belichick. It's the same thing, and he does it with different players every year. It's almost it's more impressive. It's more than it's more Belichick impressive. does, right? Yeah, it's it is more impressive, especially if you. I mean, no offense to Belichick, he got handed a kind of a shit year, a lot of opt outs, but you took Brady away from him. They didn't make playoffs. You took two away from Saban, and he won another national. He well, literally got a better quarterback. Well, the difference, yeah, but. That, Mac Jones played better than. But he can recruit whoever he wants. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bill Belichick's. Stuck with whoever's well, left. Mac Jones is going to go draft, also, and they literally have Bryce Young. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they rich get richer. <laughs> of course, you know well, I mean, you know, Saban, Saban, but again, you know, 
Belichick was blessed with a quarterback for his whole time there too. It's not like Belichick oh, had yeah, nothing to sure. work with. Yeah. He had Tom Brady the whole time. Obviously, and we saw the you know the remnants of what happened after that. But I mean, Saban, man, the goat. He's sixty nine years old. I, I think a lot of people thought that uh, Sarkeesian was going to be take the takeover of the Bama, and now I think it was like a two to three year span. Now it's a question mark, but they did hire Bill O'Brien as of yesterday officially. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's going to be those. He. Uh, I was listening to something on the radio. I was talking to Kim Morgan about it yesterday, but they were saying it was all line for Sark to take over for Saban. Yep. He had a year, maybe two, max three, and then he was out, and everything was go- going that direction. Sark takes Texas. He can't turn it down. They make him an offer. He can't refuse. Yeah. So he's out. So now they're saying Saban wants to wait till he can really trust someone to take over that program. So he might stay four, five, six years until he has someone that he really I mean, trusts. He's 69 years old. I mean, he's, you know, that's he's, older. He's not handing it to Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien's kind of a decent heir, honestly. He was good at Penn I, State. He I was mean, good at Penn State. I mean, he talked about turning a program around. After the paternal stuff. That was Bill O'Brien doing that. And then, you know, the, sure, the Texans this last year were a problem, but he when they went to the playoffs every year when he was there, except this year when yeah. he got fired. I mean, I, I think it's actually a pretty decent hire. I mean, we'll see what happens I with it. I think it's a good hire, but I don't like handing the – the keys to the kingdom to Bill O'Brien. Not after this year I mean, in the NFL, what, dude. What like, name, I, I can't stand that guy. You know, what name besides like Urban Meyer are you going to hand the keys to a kingdom like Bama? Yeah. It's just too early to tell right now. You have to, you kind of have to see how things play out a little Saban's bit. also, I mean, he seems pretty young for 69, too. I mean, yeah, he, 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 he could coach young. well into his 70s and still be very oh, yeah, successful. Yeah, he, look, he looks real young. What else is he going to do? He, the guy <laughs> eats and breeds football. The dude. guy is crazy. And and CY and I were watching the game last night. And like after the game, like everyone wanted to change really quick. And we were like, hold on, I want to see Saban smile. That's the only time he smiled. That's the moment. And he almost that's, cried. Yeah, there were people were saying they saw him cry. I mean, it was close. Yeah, yeah he definitely it was got close. choked up. But it's good to see that side of like the guys like him and Belichick when the success does come to fruition and they can take that moment of. Wow, all that yeah. fucking hard work. You know what I mean? And Saban's, a, I will say, he's a dick a lot of times, but he does give a lot of credit to his players because they do earn it at the end of the day. And it was a tough season, especially yeah. for anybody. I mean, he got COVID at yeah. one point. Yeah. So, But Saban's the GOAT. Let's get into Devontae Smith. The guy goes absolutely berserk, only plays in the first half, has, breaks the you know national championship record for receptions, has three touchdowns over 200 yards, breaks Jamar Chase's yards in a game reception only in the first half. I mean, is he a dude? Is he that? Is he going to do this in the NFL? Is basically my Not question this. at this point. I no mean, one does this. I don't, I don't know True. to this extent. No one does this. But as successful as Bama receivers have been lately, yeah, um, in the NFL, wide receiver, you, dude, they really are, dude. He's an absolute dude. Talk about, I, talk about he, the short list: he's Julio, a, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. Like these yeah. are all pro and, Pro Bowl and, and guys. Judy, Judy's a guy. Like Judy's really good. He's just not Drew Locke. And you know? Rugs, he's just not being utilized. Right. This um, is Waddle's a dude coming out. Waddle's a dude. First round. Devontae Smith will be a Sims, playmaker. Sims on the Redskins was a guy yeah. that didn't even play at Bama. And we we're like, let's go into fucking Bama. He's yeah. in a playoff game for the Redskins. He you actually looked pretty good. A couple walls. I'm yeah. like, yeah. shit. But I was ta- I was telling CY at one point, like I said, Sean Wade was guarding him and it wasn't even close. Um look like he had cement boots on. But there was a point, yes, where Devontae Smith looks so much faster than everyone else running by everyone. He was running by everyone. Like I said, there was a contain play where he had a wide receiver screen, and it looked like Ohio State had a pretty contain. He just ran by everybody. He just ran by everybody. I think he's a. I think he'll be a solid pro. I think. I think he'll be great in the pros. I hope so. He's fun to watch now. If you can bring translate that game to NFL, 
I just don't know. If people I, shitting on his weight, but like that really doesn't matter. I mean, it really I, doesn't. I, I am kind of worried about it. He is he's very skinny. You're you're over six foot, and you're gonna run under a four four. He's ocho cinco to you're, me. You're fine. I, I love that comp. He's I think ocho cinco. A, I think that's a great. That's comp. A, and that guy's possible Hall of Famer. He's borderline. He's yeah. Borderline. Just for the personality. I don't know. The weight doesn't bother me too much. It doesn't bother me. You take a you take a guy like Robbie Anderson, who's 110 pounds soaking (laughs) wet. That's a good call. You know, it's like he's fucking scrawny, dude. Scrawny. Deshaun Jackson, like you know, let's say that he's a burner over the top. I think that's a good comp for him too, in a lot of ways. But Deshaun Jackson, for the latter half of his career, has been in and out due to injuries. Yeah, and I can see that in Devontae Smith. He has more to his game. Where Deshaun Jackson's so limited, like. Take the top off the defense, and it showed in the championship exactly what you're saying. Is Devonte Smith was doing the you know little screens. He was he was doing motion in the motion backfield. In the backfield. They he were was, using. He was running everywhere. a seam right past the linebacker, right through the safety for a touchdown. Like, did do they not realize Devonte Smith's in the slot? Is he, I, is I he Percy Harvin? Percy Harvin was so good, but that's an Same injury kind of injury type thing too Percy that Harvin he kind of mentioned. Yeah, but that's that's the comp they're giving him. It's, it's the same Harvin. type of guy. Percy yeah. He was he was Percy was this good. Percy was more of like a he didn't put the numbers. Run after catch Dude, guy. Percy was close to being in the conversation for an MVP in the NFL he, before his hip injury. Yeah, he was. He right. really was. So I think this is. I mean, well, okay. Let's talk about draft now because people are getting crazy. Devonte Smith at two. Devonte Smith at three. Do you guys see that happening? No, no I, think I don't. A reach. Okay, if but at two or three is three a reach for you? Both. I think both are. I think I don't top think five is a reach. Actually, that much of a reach. Now. I think top five is a reach. I don't think personally I wouldn't, but I don't think it is for the Dolphins. Why wouldn't they go Jamar Chase? I think Jamar Chase is a better player. Watch the tape. That's a tough conversation. Nobody, Just because he didn't play all year doesn't knows, mean he's not as good. But nobody knows what Jamar Chase has been up to. I've been following him on Instagram all year. The but guy's posted one workout. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is like I don't get, post it. Don't happen. Yes, last year, last year, <laughs> yeah, don't post, right. don't happen. last year, last year, last year. Devontae Smith broke every record Jamar Chase put up last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. he really did. Oh, I looked at him. He's dude. good, but I, I'm, me personally, yeah, I, you I'm, personally, taking, I'm taking Chase. I, okay. But it's also the reunion Tua and him. You got to put that I'm in say, effect at three I'll, as well. I'll say it. I don't think it's a stretch to think if – I think Penny Swell's that good where it is kind of crazy if you're going to pass up a tackle that good. But if you really believe Tua is your quarterback, you're not giving that up. Um, you got some offensive linemen last year. Devontae Parker's in and out of injury. Outside of him, your weapons aren't that great. And Devontae Smith is that great. I think, you go and get Tua, Devontae Smith, there's no more excuse. I think over the next few, obviously, weeks after Super Bowl, when they start getting into that draft conversation, we'll really find out. Because we'll find out. I think three's a legitimate conversation. I think three's a legitimate conversation. Two's Pers- not. That's not a question. Personally, I don't. I wouldn't if I'm the Dolphins, but I definitely think the Dolphins are a team that have enough draft capital that, that they could say, I'm going to go ahead and just take that shot on Devontae Smith because we're a borderline playoff team already as it is with a later first-round pick anyway. Like, we've got the and draft their defense, capital. Their defense is really good. The special team's really good. Their let's, offense. Let's take the high-profile pick yeah. here. Let's do it. Their offense I, wasn't that good. I could see it, but I think it's a reach. Sure. I mean, I just think it's. I mean, I think the Jets at two isn't. A, it's a, it's a, a reach. It's, Jets need a lot more than the Dolphins do. I think that's the difference. It, there. It's yeah. a it's a reach if uh, picks one and two are the quarterbacks we think are going to go. Because Penny Swell is that good. Because he's still there at three. Agree. And you still have yeah. a quarterback that you want to protect. Yeah. So so but, in either trade out value or whatever, someone's going to come up and get that tackle if they don't. Yeah. Like immediately. Mm-hmm. Why not? Bengals at five should. But Devontae Smith in the top five, top seven, I think it might be a lock. I think Eagles, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Falcons have a history of drafting wideouts 
When they don't need them. When they don't need them, <laughs> right there. Yeah, I know. Alabama wideouts, too. Well, fuck. I mean, it worked out for them. You have two, you know, you have one A and one B in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, I mean, who knows? Ridley is now, that good. Ridley yeah. is that good. He's really fucking good. And they, so. gave up, they gave up the world to come and get Julio, and it, it worked out. I can't wait till we get the draft talk. We got to save yeah. that. We got to save that draft talk. <laughs> so It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. So just real quick on this one. Don't want to take too much time, but is this the best offense of all time? No. Okay. See why no, right? See, or Mac, what do you think? I would say it's debatable. Okay. Yeah. I thought a lot about this. Me and CY talked about this uh, before we came on air. And um, I'm not sure. It's a high-octane offense, but then again, a lot of a lot of teams are down this year. A lot of teams were down this year. I don't know if it's the best offense. I mean, offense has come to mind like, man, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Texas A&M. That you know, that's a good better fucking offense. But yeah. do they have the weapons? You know what I mean? And that's that's where it's debatable. Okay. I don't think it's debatable. Last year's LSU team would shit on this team. Shit on it. Shit on it. Offensively. <laughs> Offensively, yeah. Shit on them. Holy no, and like, defensively. Holy Yeah, shit. probably yeah. defensively. Their too. defense was better. This than. no, this game would literally be seventy to fifty two. Okay. Funny, yeah. funny thing is funny thing is probably. Funny thing is my next question was gonna be what team is better and who wins that game? You guys oh. think it's LSU? By I think, a blow? I, well, think yeah. I think that's the matchup you have I to think go with. LSU, oh, course. LSU, I think LSU two this touchdowns. Year. Yeah, I think LSU. Whoa! Ten, ten to two, two touch, ten points to fourteen points. Okay, honest, my honest opinion: of these two teams, they are literally carbon copies of each other. Like honestly, I they are so similar to me. Like I, you're, I watch the same the product. You're missing the difference maker in this. It's not. It's Joe not Burrow those. is the biggest difference I, maker. Was in it this that game. much of a difference? Yeah, that's like, a, yes, it was. I don't think so, man. Like, I, I, I know, actually, I know why you're saying that, but like, I, I'm gonna because he won the Heisman and he broke the record for most touchdown passes. I'm in gonna, a year. Mac <laughs> Jones didn't put more yards up in this game and just as many touchdowns. Like, come on. But, but why didn't Mac Jones win the Heisman then? Because he had fucking Devontae Smith on his own team. <laughs> but Devontae Smith didn't have a better year than Joe Burrow did the year before. Come on, Burrow still wins the Heisman this year if he has that season, and that's not even close. Uh, but, okay, that's. No, I'm with CY on this one. I think Joe Burrow is better than Mac Jones. He is. By no, a he lot. Is. He actually, is better. He's by a better. lot. And that, that LSU defense had absolute playmakers that are game-changing. Where but, like, even, but even the offense. Look like, at the offense. Okay. okay? You go Break Najee Harris. Clyde Edward Hilaire. Way better Harris. Wait, you can't say way, way better. better Harris. You can say better. Did you watch the game? He was a first no, rounder. Najee Harris is way, way better. Clyde Edwards Hilaire no, was a first stop. rounder. No. Najee Harris is way better than Clyde. If you want to say better, I'll give it to you. Don't fucking say way, way better. Way better. Way better. Okay. Then I'm saying the receivers show us you are way better. No. Justin Jefferson was. You can't was, say that. Should have been yes. all. What? You can't You're say that. Way better. You're saying that because of what Justin Jefferson's done this year. Justin Jefferson. Devontae Smith is the best SEC Statistic receiver in the history of the SEC, and he won't do what Jefferson did in the pros next year. I guarantee you. Waddle, that Waddle Jefferson, Waddle Jefferson. I like Jefferson. I like Waddle, man. Waddle's such a fucking game. Or changer. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. He broke Randy Moss's single season. We're not talking record. about the NFL. I'm not talking about the NFL. I take I'm talking Jets. about last year LSU. I yeah. take the Jet. Okay. Uh, especially what he did to Oklahoma in the playoff game. That was. But, but I was take unreal. I take Devontae Smith over Chase. It's you kind of have to at this point. Uh, what he did in the championship but, game. Like, my point being, that is a very comparable conversation. Period. Like there, there is no one that is head and shoulders ab- above anyone in that wide receiver conversation. That is a oh, very yeah. comparable conversation. The receivers are and comparable. I'd LSU say Alabama. Had, LSU had three tight ends drafted. 
Yeah, none of them are good. They're all fucking terrible. But they're all scoring but, touchdowns. But again, Alabama, Devontae Smith and Waddle didn't play that second half of that Bama game. And like it was like Mechie, Robinson. They still that the depth for Alabama's receivers were better than no, LSU's. No, I was impressed That's with uh, Mac, jo- Mac Jones's play when they when yes. they left the game. It did not miss a beat. Regardless, that's a very comparable conversation. The line play, Alabama's offensive line is probably better than LSU's offensive line. Oh, they all got Last drafted. They all, I mean, and all of them, all of Bama's will get drafted. <laughs> yeah, Leather, Leatherwood's going yeah, the first. They had the best line picks. in the country. Like yeah. they had that line, and let's not even forget they lost. Their best left tackle last year, who went top ten last year, the Browns. That's a crazy conversation we haven't brought up. Um, so you have that conversation. Defense overall, honestly, I give a little bit of an edge to LSU. Probably, Not a little bit, probably a lot. I don't know. Like they just stopped twenty four points to this Ohio State team. Now, this Ohio State team is nothing to write home. It was a good Ohio State team. It was one of the worst this. they've had in about five years. They went to a fucking national championship. They were the number two team in the country. But Come that's on. how good the other teams that's were in the, the last other... couple of years. Yeah. Compared Come on. to other Ohio State teams? That Ohio State team last year was really good. This Ohio State team wasn't as talented. Agreed. Okay, the... It was still a national championship. But number two team in the country. Come the, on. The last, oh, the last three Ohio State teams were not giving and up this only, many, of course. many points. And you're only saying that is because they beat Clemson. The rest of their season was dog shit. They had one good game. They played one good game all Northwestern, year. Northwestern, they held them to 10 points. Like, they... You know, how many teams held Northwestern to 10 points? They, work, like, they, they held, they just they held the shit themselves. Out of one of your SEC teams in the bowl game, Northwestern did. So lock, lock of the bowl game. Lock of the bowl week. Anyway, regardless, like I said, I give the edge to LSU on defense. But here's where the biggest discrepancy is. Quarterback. Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick Saban is a, will outcoach the fuck out of Coach O in any given day of the week. Except last year when they played and LSU beat the absolute dog A different team. Mac Jones. It's 2020 versus 2019. Devontae Smith. 2020 versus 2019, Nick Saban coaches the fuck out of that team. With but it was over, but it out. was Mac Jones playing, and it was with better weapons. Right after Tua blows his shit, come on, it's completely different, you know. No, I, I, LSU is. I, I like LSU. That's fine, but you know, I mean, it's, Saban obviously shits on him. Coach you out. break it down. It is. It's a very tough game. I'm not saying Bama wins by 50. I don't say. I don't think LSU blows him out like you guys think. I think it's a great 14 game. points. Yeah. Maybe. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Go Tigers. Joe Brady. Go Tigers. <laughs> it would be a good fucking game is all I'm saying. Yeah. So, any Thaddeus, other... Thaddeus Moss would have two and 100. Who doesn't even play in the NFL. <laughs> I know. All That's right. Good Joey Closing Zeman's. thoughts on the uh, college football season, Mac. Anything? Uh, no, I was happy we got it in. Mm-hmm. Um, credit to the board. Credit to everybody who took part in getting these games together on the fly because there were parts of the season where... We didn't know if teams got, were going to play got a little the rest sketchy. of the year. Yeah, got a little and, sketchy. I mean, kudos to the Pac-12. Kudos to the independent teams that were just piecing games. Yeah, together. piecing games BYU, together. Yeah, picking up games. Yep. Yeah, that's all we needed as as fans this year. So, B, anything? Uh, you said it, BYU, dude. <laughs> that's that was your, that was low key my squad, little squad yeah. coming, dude. <laughs> hey, no, at Bearcat Nation. We hear you. We love you. <laughs> Shout out fucking Ritter. We didn't talk about it. Ritter's coming, coming back. back. Ritter Ritter's coming, coming back. back. And their best defensive player, the defensive end. So you know what we're doing next year. You know what we're it's doing. <laughs> red helmets. Give us red helmets. Give me, give me the red helmets. But, hey, Bearcat Nation. Nice. Podcast with you. Love it. CY, what do you got? Just thoughts. proud of administrations, proud of universities for getting this done, proud of the Big Ten for changing the rules to make their money for Ohio State. <laughs> Just to figure it out, Just yeah. To, you know, it, good it, for them. It was sloppy, but we got it in. That's them. all we asked. Is we we got it in. We'll never see anything like it again. 
we had college game day at the Masters. It was just a, a unique kind of year, and um, the schools with the money and the schools are able to do stuff with the best schools, yeah. and they won. So. Yeah. Kudos to the players that actually played this year. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. And my closing thought, like I said, this definitely was not the best college football year by far as far as just everything that happened, obviously. Like I said, postponement, suspending, opouts. It was just kind of a shit show at times, but we got it in. My biggest, um, you know, I'm thankful that we got it in. My biggest thing is for like guys like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields who pushed to play this season. Guys that were going to go first round that still said, no, we want to play. We want to play this national championship and get this season in for the team, for the school, for the university, the fans, everybody involved. And that's what I'm yeah, thankful for. I, I love that. college football Because nothing would have changed for them. They would have gone one. Yep, exactly. Justin Fields, two to five. Top five. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's what I'm really thankful for. Guys like that that went out, put it on the line, you know, risk COVID, risk the injuries, and still went out and played. So that's what I'm thankful for. So I'm really happy about that. Um, just moving forward with college football, guys. I mean, we'll talk about some of the coaching carousel that we're going to follow up with. Um, obviously, there's some big programs that are switching it up. Um, Texas, like we just talked about, Sarkeesian just handled him. Um, Harbaugh got an extension, so we're definitely going to get into that, which is very surprising given the season they had. And then last one, we're going to go ahead and shout out a Corona High alumni. Um, Andy Avalos just got the head job at Boise State. So yeah, leads, all, leads Oregon, goes back to his alma mater. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of expected this move, but good for him. Good for him. Awesome to see. And he's been an O coordinator for a while now. So, And Boise State's... D coordinator. D coordinator, excuse me. And Boise State's been you know, kind of a powerhouse kind of for what they do in the Mountain West. So excited to see. Hopefully he continues that over at Boise State. So waiting for next year, guys. We'll see how it goes. We'll be back with college football talking. I already looked at an early top 25. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not even going to lie. Well, already we saw an early top yeah, 25. Yeah, we're excited for getting back to college football next year. But great year. Thanks for staying with us, staying with our picks. Hopefully we made you guys some money as well. Mm -hmm. uh, moving on, we have UFC this weekend, pay-per-view. Max Holloway against Cater. Yep, Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater. Um, this is going to be an absolute war. Before we get into that fight, uh, let's get into some of these other storylines. So one of the first ones that we want to preview, I think it's like the fourth card on the main card. We got Joaquin Buckley. Many of you guys know him from the spinning back kick yeah. that Kanye West wrote a song about. <laughs> so um, he's kind of the real Knockout deal. of the year. Yeah. yeah, knockout of the year by far. By far. Like, have we seen a better knockout? No. I, mean, I think we talked about it a little bit. I don't think happened. I've ever seen a better knockout. No. No. So That was unreal. The one thing I'll say about him is he is kind of legit. Like, he fought Kevin Holland, lost, but that was an early fight, and mm -hmm. Kevin Holland's on an absolute tear, and he's, now he's a ranked fighter. Then he goes out, spinning back, kisses the fuck out of the guy in the face. Then he beats an undefeated fighter in Jordan Wright, who was way fucking bigger than him. Now he's kind of on a run, so he's going to face D. Chimaco, or whatever the fuck this guy's name is. I think he's going to knock him the fuck out and then move on. Hopefully get a get a name I, number I, next to his I name. I think he'll get a number next to his name after this fight, and I think he'll do it in the same way he's been doing, and he's gonna actually demolish this kid in the first round. If he doesn't, then he'll get like a guy that's at fifteen and then like yeah. see. But he's like like he's got a weird like he's like, body for that middleweight division. He's yeah. stocky as he's fuck. He's stocky. He's like five nine yes. and just full of muscle. He he's like Tyron Woodley of the middleweight yeah. division. That's a good call. <laughs> like, except just, he throws hands. Yeah, yeah Woodley doesn't Woodley throw is not throwing hands. hands. He's a pussy. So. Um, the other one that I'm excited about, Santiago Ponzinibbio is fighting again. This is a guy who was a top five welterweight literally two years ago. Fell out of the rankings because he's been injured for two years. Um, he was actually scheduled to fight Usman, was on one of his last fights before he got hurt. And a lot of people had him beating Usman before wow. everyone realized how fucking good Usman was. Now Usman's obviously taken over the division. But this is a guy that's coming off like, I think it said he had a 
bone infection. Oh, fuck. He had a wow. bone infection, fucked up his hand. He's been out for a fucking minute. So he's coming off and he's fighting Lee Jong Lee or something like that. I think if we get 70% of Santiago Ponzinibbio before he got hurt, I think this should be a cakewalk for him. But, I mean, who knows? Two-year layoff? Yeah. We've seen layoffs before. That's a long layoff. We don't know how he's going to come out, how he's going to compete. But the fact that he's that he's returning to the ring is dope. Interesting like, fight. Very interesting yeah. to see him fight again after this long of a layoff. Yeah. I mean, th- and then the guy he's fighting is no slouch. He just fought Neil Magny not that long ago, who now is a main, main eventing in a fight in four days yeah. after this card. So... I mean, it's not going to be a slouch. I think it's definitely a good test, though. It's like a litmus test. Like, yeah, is am he... I back? Going to be back in the top five, top six, or right. did I fall off? Did he yeah. fall off completely? Yeah. I, like I said, I mean, who knows? It's, it's just like a two-year layoff. We saw it with Ronda Rousey, you know, uh, Chad Mendez. You know, there's a lot of people that have these long layoffs and they come back and they're just completely different fighters. So, yeah. I mean, but when you're ranked in the top five, I mean, he's still. I think he's early 30s, if I'm not mistaken. He's pretty young. So I think it's finding the timing. Um, you don't, I mean, if you're that good a fighter, you don't lose, you don't lose that. Yeah. Like if you're, you're a scrapper, you're a fighter, you're, you're skilled, you don't lose that. I think it's f- losing the timing and maybe your reactions to the fighter across from you mm-hmm. is you, you haven't done it in a while. This, this fool might piece you up in the first minute and be like, oh shit. All right. Well, live, real speed time. We're back in it, you know what I mean? And But that might be too much already. And that's what I'm saying. It sounds dumb, but it's like, I hope this guy's been sparring and getting punched in the face because if he just fucking wears one, I mean, that could be lights out. That's you my know thing. What I, mean? I want to see how he reacts yeah. once he gets punched I, in the face. I, I hope he's had, like, full spars. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, you got to. <laughs> yeah. Because, fuck, that you're going to get take a real fucking hit and a real fucking fight from a guy that's a fringe 15 and that's guy. that's going to be your first full throttle mm-hmm. that you get is well in the that's octagon. the same a hey, same when you're a football with the kid uh, when you're played uh football as a kid dude first time you put on pads and hit somebody dude you didn't feel so good you make or break some you, kids you gotta get you used make, to make hitting break. someone again getting hit yes. because it makes all the difference yeah regardless i mean he trains out of an elite gym american top team he's 34 years old he's a really physical welterweight he's six foot he matches up with Usman pretty well. So, I mean, we'll see. He's mainly a striker. So, it's interesting to see how he's going to land in this division after this fight. So, I don't really know. Like I said, two years is such a tough fucking break, especially in the UFC career. But yeah. main, co-main event, we got Carlos Condit, minus 160 favorite against Matt Brown, 135 underdog. Two legends of the USC. UFC here. Condit's been an interim belt holder for the WEC and UFC at one point. He's fought a who's who. He's fought GSP. He's fought in Lawler. He's fought in everybody in this division. We love Carlos Condit, right? I mean, am love I the Condit. only one here? Love Condit. Yeah. Like Matt Brown though, too. Okay. I'm not. I don't hate Matt Brown. I think he. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Matt Brown fan. He loses a lot of big fights, but Brown. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He loses Condit does too, though. Yeah, they both. Like, did. They're, kind of, they're very similar. He to me. didn't beat Lawler. Yeah. They're very similar. But to me. Condit puts on like the fucking elite fights. Like that Lawler UFC title fight was so awesome. No, he's entertaining. Uh, this is this is gonna be fun. This is going to be a fun fight. Yeah, and it's good to see Condit back. He took a little bit of a layoff. I think he lost to Damian Maya a couple years ago. Took the layoff. He came back, beats Court McGee. He's back in a co-main event. I like him here against Matt Brown, personally. I think I think he's just going to go ahead and beat really? the shit out of Matt Brown. Matt Brown's good, but then we saw him get his head knocked off by Donald Cerrone like a year ago. Yeah, that's Remember right. That? Knocked Dude, off. Head kicked off knocked. his head. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a Condit guy, so I'm a little biased here, but I think Condit gets it done. Nice. I, I wouldn't bet against them. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't bet against them. Main event: Max Holloway minus one sixty. Calvin Cater two or I mean Holloway been there, done that. He's been the champ for the featherweight division for a while. Obviously, Cater rising. He's won two big wins up in 2020. Two. Um, he had a main event against Ige, his most recent outing that was fantastic. Mac, what do you think about this fight? Yeah, um, man, I knew nothing about Cater up until the Ige fight when you... Well, I fucking had him on, remember, yeah. Stevens, Lamas? Okay, Listen, sorry. Yeah, you, told me, you told me about him. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about with Max Holloway is I would like to see him be the aggressor in this fight. Uh, when he fought uh, the Spartan Volkan, Volkanov yeah. or whatever Volkanovsky. his name is, he was trying to match what Volkanov was doing too much instead of just... He's a just, counter guy. Yeah, yeah, he's just being a counter guy, and you can't go... Especially against Cater, you can't do that. Yeah, he's gonna knock your head off, right? So I would like to see Max Holloway come out and be be somewhat of the aggressor in this fight, but I'm gonna take Cater. Okay, what do you think, Matt? Or what do you think, B? Um, I'm gonna disagree with you. Actually, wait, 100- you took Cater? Yeah, you're a fucking dog. Uh, I'm gonna disagree <laughs> with you 100. I actually think he needs to be the counter striker, uh, the the same guy he always been because yeah. he's a champion. Uh, he won that fight against Volkanovski, uh, he, and he'll win this one. He's a better fighter than all these kids. They just need to give him the belt all, already. So yeah. mop this fool up, get a rematch. I don't care if they run that bitch five, six times, dude. Like, run it back. In Volkanovski's defense, though, because after that second fight, like, Volkanovski won on paper. Like, say what you want about it. I know we were all, all the Holloway take, the after. The takedowns were the difference maker. Yeah, the last two, fine, it's whatever. Bullshit. But we were all, we all thought Holloway won, but in, in Volkanovski's defense, because everyone's like, oh, they should do a third one. Volkanovski's like, I just beat him fucking twice. Like, what's the third? Like, am I going to fight this guy my whole fucking But he really career? didn't. He fucking lost that second Agreed. Fight. But a fight, we all know a that. fight like that, paper, you got to run paper, back. That's what it says. I think like you got to run that back. And I, hey, you don't run three after it's 2-0, and oh, though. Ne- hey, that never in the UFC. I love that, that Max is taking a fight. He didn't have to. He could. I guarantee if he pushed hard enough, he'd get the rematch. I don't think so. Eh, yeah, Vega, or take a big win so. over a Korean See, zombie. Ma- uh, Max did not have to fight again before fighting Volkanovski again. I like I like Max Holloway here. Okay, I'm, I'm a big Max guy, so it's my yeah, guy. Same. This so, is a lot of bias. You love the 808. Yeah, yeah. have to get rid of the 808. We, we've been on Holloway for a while too. Give me Max. I mean, he was young fighting the UFC. But, I mean, he's fought McGregor, who's who of the 145s. We love him. Um, you like Max? Full transparency on this fight, guys. I told CY. I said these are two of like my kind of all timers. Like Holloway's been a guy for me, but Cater's been a rising guy that I've been on. Not, I'm staying away from this. I heard this wise. fight. I heard this fight got called and I was like, so excited at the same time. I was like, fuck, I have to watch these two fight. Like I fucking love these guys. I said, there's a very like small amount of fighters that I follow on Instagram. And both of these guys are two of them. <laughs> so it sucks for me. And the other part about this fight that I will say, the card itself is not a great card. It's probably like a B. But this is an A plus main is the event meat fight. And potatoes. Like oh, yeah. this, this should like, definitely be like right there with the huge, huge cards. Like these are upcoming. This fi- could very like, well. Like this I said, fight is if exciting. Holloway, if Holloway would have won the belt against Volkanovski, this very well could have been a, a belt. I matchup. think this would probably would have been like this is right. this yeah. fires me the fuck up for this fight. My my thing with this fight is that I cater is like a lot more power i think than holloway holloway is very volume heavy and will like piece your face up we saw that with like ortega and then aldo who just couldn't take it after a while he just volumes you to death where i think cater's a lot more power like we saw that nasty elbow against stevens um he has those flashes the one thing i'll say about cater is he's such a boxing heavy fighter 
where I think like he that's his best strength. Like he's a phenomenal boxer, but I think Holloway is like world class boxer. Okay. You know what I mean? That is what worries me about Cater in this fight. The other thing that worries me, so that's one thing. The other thing that worries me about Holloway though is Holloway he lost the belt. He's lost he's lost two fights, you know, most recently to Volkanovski. He's last lost two of his last three, including the Dustin Poirier fight. Um so it's almost like is one forty five his future? Because I know that's been a tough weight cut for him for a while now. Remember a couple years back he was having those concussions with weight cuts and yes. he was dazed. Yeah. So and like I said, that Poirier fight he lost, but that was a very competitive fight. And so I think he already thinks, okay, I can compete with the top five of the 155 and I don't have to cut as much. Maybe that's my future, especially with Khabib being gone. I think maybe he thinks that's an opportunity. So I don't really know if Max Holloway's mindset is here at 145, where I think Cater is like the young, hungry fighter, like kind of what Volkanovsky's mindset was the first time they fought. So I don't know. It's a toss up. When I think stylistically, I give the edge to Max Holloway just because of the world's class striking. I mean, he's been one of the best counter strikers in the UFC for a while now. I mean, before Adesanya, we always said that Holloway was probably the best striker in the UFC, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, absolutely fired up about this. So, I just don't know the future. I think for Cater, if he wins this fight, I think he gets a title shot. He gets the title shot right He has to. Yeah. Yeah. And then for Holloway, if he wins, he he, kind of just decides what he wants to do, I think. If he wants to go to 145, get the title shot, sure. If he wants to go to 155 with a vacant title shot, why not? If, If he puts on a clinic in this fight like he did against Ortega, fuck. I don't see why not. So Nice. Excited for that. That's going to be on Saturday. That's actually going to be on ABC. So, first fight that's ever been on ABC from ESPN. So, that'll be interesting for us. We have a fight on Wednesday. So, a lot of people thought it was, that's January 20th. So, we're going to preview that now. Um, Leon Edwards and Shemaev were supposed to fight. This is the third time that we've actually had to have this fight canceled. They both had COVID back and forth. Shemaev's lungs, I guess, have not been able to recover. So, that has now been canceled officially. We're going to go over the main fight. We got Michael Chiesa and Neil Magny. Neil Magny is a 135 favorite and who is also coming off kind of a tear. He's won like his last three at least. Um, he beat Lawler. He beat Leong Jang, who we just talked about before. Um, Chiesa, um, traditional 155-er. He's actually, he lost to Kevin Lee. Remember he was talking shit at that press conference and he got in that yeah. fucking scrap. <laughs> he said something <laughs> about his mom and he got all fucking emotional. So Chiesa, normal 155-er, but in his own right, has been dominating. He he submitted the fuck out of Condit in one of their last fights. Um, it's going to be a good matchup. And Kies is also an ultimate fighter winner. So you got to put some stock into that, too. That was actually a good season. I think Magny rolls through him. I'm, I'm actually with you, B. Rolls through him. I'm actually really? with you. Yeah, no, he's just, uh, he has something in, something in his head right now. He's not losing. He's he's streaking. Yeah, you, you want to bet on those guys. Because they, they either fall really hard, or they just... They're just hungry, dude. Mm-hmm. And you could see it in his last two fights. He just wants to be the best. Yeah. And I love that. I love when you watch a guy and either win or lose, and you're just like, that dude wants to be number one. Yeah. And, and I, he, he has that mentality. I think Magni, Magni kind of has that mentality right now because yeah. Chiesa is doing a little bit of commentating. If you guys haven't noticed, he's been doing a little bit behind the booth. So I think it's a good, good matchup. I mean, Chiesa also just beat Dos Anjos back in – Actually, almost a year ago on January 25th. So that's actually a really big name, too, if you think about it. So, CY, who's your prediction here? Uh, I think it's going to be a war, but I actually like I like Magni to win it. Yeah? I like Magni to win this You fight. too, Mac? Yes. I'll yeah. take Kiesa. Fuck it. You guys are all going on Magni. <laughs> I think it's a coin flip to me. 
Yeah. I, I think it is a coin flip. I think this is going to be a dog fight. I do too. Like, honestly, I think this is going to be a very... And, and that's why I think Magni takes it because I think he's just got more dog, dude. He really does. He's got a lot of fuel in the tank too. Yeah, he, he he's looked phenomenal. He's looked great. I mean, he beat Leong Jang, then he beat Rocco Martin, and then he beat Lawler. Those last two on short notice. Yeah. So, and I think... Magni's kind of reach advantage is going to play a factor. He's going to keep him away at distance. And I think if Chiesa can get in, make it dirty, wrestle him, possibly go for a submission or something like that, I think that's Chiesa's keys where I think Magni's going to stay on the outside, try and just injure him, decision. Yeah, get him him from afar. Sit on his bike, yeah. But, I mean, we're excited. This is a very top contender fight. I think the winner of this is definitely going to be in place for a top five opponent And after that, depending on what happens with Shamayev and Edwards, because who really knows in that division? I wanted right? that fight to happen so bad. So bad. Dude. Any, I don't want anyone to fight Shamayev right now, because well, the guy we looks like a robot. And we yeah. don't know much about him. No. Like, we just know he knocks the fucking lights out of... You know, kind That's of it. regional scene light, guys. Light That's off. all yeah. you know. I mean, Gerald Mershot's no scrub. I mean, he knocked him out in five seconds. Yes. You know what I mean? He's that's, no that's why I want Shamaya against the name of fighter we know that's not going to go and get fucked up. No, Leon Edwards will definitely test him. Yeah. So, but Leon Edwards has had a long-ass layoff too. So who knows? I mean, and then going into the UFC 2021 fights, I mean, we got McGregor Poirier the following weekend, Hooker and Chandler fighting on that card. And then you got Usman Burns, Blackwich Adesanya, Jan Sterling, Nunez Anderson, Stipe Ngannou. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's going to be an absolute. We had a great 2020 UFC. Dana White killed it during the COVID season, and 2021 might be better. Yeah, it's got some great cards. I can't wait to get into these cards. UFC was kind of like the number one sport. On like, I mean, for me personally, it's like college football. UFC. Yeah. NFL was there as well, obviously, but I mean, UFC at the start just kept us alive. I think honestly, it did. Yeah. I know we talked about fight nights. We had our UFC fighters in the studio. Dude, that UFC was big for us. Um, I, I got a question. Sure. Dustin McGregor's coming up. What? Do we have anything on that? I mean, you want to get into that? No, now? that's we're gonna get into that next. We're week. We're gonna get into it next week. Yeah. Because I just been waiting to fucking rip McGregor apart. You're such a Poirier guy. Next week. Save that for next week. I'm gonna save it, dude. I think he wants the diamonds. Just all heart, bro. He's all heart. Yeah, we're gonna love him. Um. Okay. We're gonna see how we're gonna see that fight. We're gonna break that down pretty good next week. But I'm, I'm fiending for it. Uh, we'll get into some new segments too. We're gonna talk about some possible belts changing out throughout the year. Um, we'll talk about that next week um, after we see this UFC pay per view uh, this weekend. So, man, we have a good card. Start to the new year with mm-hmm. UFC. Hell so yeah. we'll get into it. Um, so that's our UFC segment. Can't wait to get back. Oh man, we love the UFC. It's been a while since we had, we had a good fight. So. Uh, moving on, NFL. We had wild card weekend. Um, what a weekend! I lost a ton of my teams in the competition. I think I'm down to one. I'm down to one as well. Um, and the one that didn't play <laughs> for you. Bye week. Yeah, you had a bye week. Thank God. But um, I want to. We'll go in the order of the games. We'll kind of break them down and kind of talk about what happened. Um, the Bills escaped the Colts. I thought the Colts outplayed them the whole game. Colts look good. Um, the Colts looked really good. They looked better than I thought. I thought Buffalo was kind of going to pull away and take over that offense been high powered but uh Darius Leonard led, led group looked really good um I, like I said I thought the Colts looked the better team but it was just a story to me of Josh Allen yeah best I'm player on the field on and he just kind of took over I'm with you Col- Colts were that team that c- could have been 
beat any of these other AFC teams. They're absolutely talented enough on defense. 11 wins, and you're one of the last teams to get in. Yeah, like, seventh seed football team. I, the last team. I wouldn't have been surprised team. if they beat Buffalo. I wouldn't have been surprised they go into KC and win. Like, I wouldn't have been surprised if the Colts represent the AFC. Yeah, they I wouldn't just, have. They just personally, in my opinion, they just didn't have that over the top firepower. Philip Rivers. It's just Philip Rivers. That's all it is. And I, mean, I love, I love he, that he was and feeding he played Pittman. Well, he played fine. And he, he did. Played well. And, and that's how good I think. Like you said, Josh Allen is. He kept him in the game. He made the plays. Uh, Davis was making some hell of a sideline catches. Mm-hmm. That was that was on some sideline catches. Yeah. Best sideline catch I've ever seen. Yeah, two of them on that same drive. Yeah. Um, but they escape. They move on. Colts had a good season. They're done. They go home. Um, I know a lot of you guys were high on the Colts this year, and they had a good season. Don't get me wrong. Um, they want they, me money. They lose good for Philip Rivers, man. Like, talk about him for a second. Like, he was pretty emotional after the he game. He was very emotional. I don't Is know. that it? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask. I think he has one more. I think they want him back for one more. Um, a report did come out today that they told Eason to prepare like you're the starter. Oh, yeah, I told you about that. I sent that. But I like, love that. I'm a, I'm a big you're Eason, Eason guy. guy. He's got the yeah. big arm. He's kind of the polar opposite of Philip Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, where he's just going to chuck balls down. Philip Rivers is, you know, he's a veteran check down guy. But I don't I like. Philip Rivers is a gamer. It's just it's kind of sad to see. I mean, we'll talk about Big Ben in a minute, but it was just sad to see the emotion that came out from it. Really if, if that was his last game, I'm I'm with Cody. Fuck yeah, that guy. Whatever, Big dude. Ben. No, Philip no, Rivers. Rivers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah don't never like him. I used to. I'm not a big Philip Rivers guy either. I used to fucking hate him. Like when he was I know, I, I still shit. hate him. I still but then him. you like fucking. I transitioned to just like he's a fucking gamer though, because he comes. He, when he was back in the fucking Chargers, he, him and Manning and Brady, those guys would battle. They weren't better than those teams, but he would battle. You know what I mean? I respect him for that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta respect the way that he played in this game oh, for sure. sure. But who knows? they will be the last. I think. That's one team that we'll talk about throughout the offseason. Very interesting if, team. Yeah. Very one piece away. One piece away. Literally, if they have a dynamic most, quarterback. One piece. It's true. But they they have a lot of pieces around. Yeah. Um, that's a good spot. Uh, second game of the weekend was um, the Rams going into Seattle and knocking them out without a quarterback. Wolford gets turned on the first drive, snaps his neck. Oh, they fucking – Basically. Goff snap. comes in with nine fingers. And just beat beat it Seattle. Looked, didn't look great. The defense was no. unbelievable for the, the Rams. Was um, unreal. Pass rush was unreal. Russell Wilson had his worst QBR as a pro, uh, seventeen point five or something it was. Um, they just manhandled them. Yep. Jalen Ramsey shut down Metcalf. They were forcing balls to Metcalf that should have been forced. He was a dude. Um more called it on the pod last week. He thought the Rams were the better team here, um, and they were. I mean, I was on Seattle all year long. And they just shit the bed. Last I, four weeks yeah. look bad. Yeah. I just am shocked. When's the last time they lost in Seattle in a playoff game? It was. It's been a while. I, think, I don't think Pete Carroll ever had. They said. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I don't think he like he did in a playoff. Yeah, game. Mac, Mac said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet on Russ." Yeah. You know what I mean, and I, I back that up. Said I'm better on Russ in Seattle. It's smart. Yeah. It's a because, smart thing. Oh, it's not a dumb. Move. They don't yeah. lose. They don't lose in Seattle. Yeah. And dude, Russell Wilson. Looking kind of just old. Do you look old? He I wouldn't say old. I, I looked say old to old, me, but man. His, his internal clock this whole season has just been off since like the like amount five. of sacks he's taken and this turnovers. season. Yeah, dude. Just his internal clock. He he just has no feel for the pass rush right now. I thought you he. Know? I thought he definitely looked flustered. You know, he was trying to force balls to Metcalf. Yeah. Donald was in his face. 
I mean, is it the O line fault? I don't think a, so. I think it's a big part of it. Honestly. They got to revamp on that O line. They, they got two pieces on that O line. They that have good. great weapons. They have a good running back. <clears throat> Russell Wilson's obviously he's magical. Like, what was what, weird, what's going wrong there? Which, you know what's what interesting mean? to me is they first started this struggle out in the season. It was like, okay, Carlos Hyde's out, Chris Carson's out. They have no running game. Yeah, but then it's and, like, it's, and no defense. As soon as they get this running game going, they're going to be pretty good because that's what they feed off. Yeah, they get those guys healthy and they get worse. Yeah, like the offense gets worse. It, it and was the defense really, got better all year. Yeah, it, yeah, the defense got much better. So it was to tell two two halves for the Seahawks. The high power offense looked unstoppable. Defense sucked. They're in 34, 31 games. You're like, dude, they're not going to last. I called. I was like, dude, they're not going to last. They got better. Defense got better. They got Dunlap. They're getting sacks. Yeah, take another playoff loss, Dunlap, jackass. I'm kind of happy he fucking doesn't get a playoff. Yeah, anyway. You you would have loved if he got a playoff. Moving on, the the Rams advance. Um, Last game on the Saturday slate was Brady, dominate on the road. Uh, Shines against a football team. I wouldn't say dominant, right? He had a good game, man. He, he looked flawless. He looked good. He looked flawless. It was a dominant win overall. I mean, you win eight by eight points. No, but he looked he looked good. He Brady looked good. was good. Yeah, he looked good. But the story of the game was Heineke. Of course, that's what I'm getting at. What a fucking dog, man. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. He postponed his finals. Just playing this game. Old Dominion quarterback <laughs> was like a third string. Like that's a Riddler comp there. He's gonna don't do disrespect it. Riddler. Yeah, don't disrespect Riddler. Riddler, Riddler might win a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, stop. Hey, Heidi goes into that game and wins. Heidi was trying his hardest to throw blow for blow with the goat. Yeah, he looked fun. People were on his side on Twitter. People were loving his game, dude. I you, loved you it. You stole it my fun. shine. You stole my shine with the gamer. Yes, he's a gamer. He's a gamer. I'll go and say it. And he earned himself a backup job next year for sure. Oh, 100% he did. Yeah, let's um, start. He got hurt, came year. back, and still. <laughs> like where, where is he starting? Football team? In football team. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. No, don't disrespect Alex Smith. He's going to get healthy. Hey, great year for Alex Smith. Great year for Washington Ron Rivera. Football team. Is that great the, year for Washington? Is this the last time you see Alex Smith, or you think he's come back? He's going to uh, come back. He's going to keep know. coming. I don't know, man. I don't know. That guy that fought calf, way too hard. He's going to keep But that calf, man. This, no, it's juicy, yeah. It's messed up. And yeah. That's why he didn't play. It's just he can't recover. Yeah, no. Yeah. He can't recover. It's, so. it's tough. To, I mean, I, mean, I definitely hope. Obviously, whoever the viewers, you know, I mean, I'm sure you, you're well aware of the story. But in my, it's like the pounding, just the constant, just whatever, you know, he's going through on a football field is given over time. It's like he can't play 16 games. To right? me, he did what he was supposed to do. Fuck he came me. back. He defeated the odds. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what his goal was yeah. to get back on the football field. He did that. Almost yeah. makes me go, emotional. Thinking go drive in the yeah. drive off Honestly, in the sunset. Like it's almost yeah. emotional thinking about. I I want him to I want him to ride off in the sunset. I want him to get comeback player of the year award. Yep. and that's it. Yeah, call rename it. Rename it after him. Yep. Name it after him. Rename it to Alex and, Smith. And, and award. Give him call a head it. coaching job. Yeah, just Fuck call it, it please. <laughs> yeah, give him quarterback coach for Washington. He doesn't go enjoy your kids, dude. He made like twenty three million dollars this year. Be a commentator. I like ah. Um, let's move on to Sunday's games. Yeah, we have cool. uh, Lamar Jackson was his first playoff win. This game was frustrating as fuck for me. I wanted the Ravens to lose, but he looked amazing for a running back. I mean, he was all over the field. <laughs> yeah. He had to throw his jab in there, yeah, dude. I mean, well, he was 18 for he 24. He's a, de- he's a decent quarterback. Stop hating on him. He, he won a playoff game I'm against a team you're so high on. I'm with Cody. He won this game with his legs. Of Absolutely. Of course. Yeah, of course. That's him. 
Oh yeah, but it is. To oh, say yeah. he's like he's the running back, like well, they put the comp out of the rushing attempts and rushing numbers, and it's like they put up the stats like him and Derrick Henry. Like, why are you putting up a quarterback against a running back? <laughs> hey, an interesting conversation though is who's harder to tackle between Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry? Lamar Jackson, I think. Stop. What do you? T- I think it's Lamar even... Jackson. I think it's Lamar Jackson. You're gonna too. say Derrick Henry though. Yeah. Okay. See, I I think it's Lamar Jackson. So do I. He's next to you. He's fucking gone. He yeah, he's so fucking fast. He's just you can't. Yeah, get I'd handle. rather tackle the fast guy. Oh yeah, would you rather? Not would you rather? It's who's harder? <laughs> who's harder to tackle? Right. You the can, coke machine. You can get the coke machine. Yeah, yeah. Grab I mean, coke machine. If you're asking me, like, I might get a lick on Lamar. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Henry's gonna stiff me in the dirt. I don't think I can touch <laughs> yeah. Lamar Jackson though. He's so fucking fast. But if you did, like, you would, you would he's knock going, him down. He's going down. Oh yeah, if I touch him, sure. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to touch Henry. I'm not wrapping up. run, Derek. Henry's waist. That 50-yard run Lamar had. That shouldn't even be a conversation. That 50-yard run he had was so fucking fast. Like, well, oh, he's, he's running by guys. He was he was next to a linebacker, and then he was fucking gone. <laughs> yeah. Like the linebacker that, had no. Fucking that was chance. an impressive as uh, Mike Vick beating the Packers in like 04. Yeah. Just with yeah. his legs alone in Kaepernick the snow style. And, yeah. Oh, shit. Easy. You need to fucking show back over there, dude. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that game. Anyway, but. The Cody disrespect on Lamar, I just want to acknowledge it. Like, you call yes. him a running back. Yeah, I mean, come on. Napoleon does still, too. Plenty of people do. But, like, my point is, he won a playoff game. Like, there's... He threw some good balls, too. Like, like there's 15 dude, quarterbacks that he is better than. 15 better than... Do we doing this again right now? There's 15 quarterbacks. I would, I would You're agree. You're going to say no to that? Come on. They probably, probably agree. He's probably yeah, right there. Come on. He has an MVP. Hey, they they <laughs> won the freaking game, man, with the Wildcat offense. I'm proud of them. Oh, like, my God. Good job. And he's got... He's a guy that doesn't have great weapons. No. I mean, but he's got a great running back. He's got game. good he's got enough good running back. The best good offensive line. That was Lamar at Louisville all over. <laughs> he just called Dobbins the best running back in the NFL. Rookie. I said best rookie running no, back in the NFL. Stop. I did. A guy named JT. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Third JT. leading rusher in the NFL. Dobbins, way better. Okay. Not even. Close. We're not Dobbins getting this. JT shits on Dobbins. Yeah, JT does. He gets more carries, whatever. All right. Oh, all right. my God. Dude. So moving better on. Ba- better balance. Um, <laughs> we had the Nickelodeon game. The Saints uh, beat the offenseless Bears is the way I want to put it. Offenseless uh, Bears. Yeah. So okay. The Bears look terrible. Denzel Mims fucking <laughs> drop. I'm sorry. I have to address it. What the fuck? Trubisky throws probably the best pass he will ever throw his entire career, and he fucking drops it. <laughs> And he's the dude that started the fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the regular That's season. Right. Yep. And then you go and drop a touchdown in the playoff game early yep. to lose all momentum, all hope. Everything. Once he dropped that, the game was over, basically. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> fuck that this guy. game was the, the, the worst game of the playoffs. Hey, you know, we were doing our awards last year. That guy should have been somewhere on the fuck up of the year. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> After that fucking drop. Yeah. yeah. That was just, it was just a brutal game. I mean, it was hard to watch. I mean, are you impressed with the Saints in I'm, any way, shape, or form? It's though? hard to say if I'm impressed because the Bears look so fucking bad. That's where I'm at, too. It's like, it's, I don't t- know. it's tough to judge. They, I, had, I'm with you. they had no movement on offense, no running game. And yeah, the Saints D is good. Like, if they go and do that to the Bucks, then you can maybe start to be like, all right, well, Saints D is good. Saints D is probably elite. Yeah. But. At this point, we're just going to shit on Trubisky. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I want to shit on Matt Nagy. I think Matt You're Nagy right. was unprepared. I think he was outcoached in every aspect of the game. For sure. I think Matt Nagy deserves to be fired before they lose Trubisky. Wow. I think they both need to go. The wow. Bears are a dumpster fire. 
and we need to start over. I could speak Peterson getting fired. And I could speak for Danny. I could speak for Danny and saying, uh, was it Pace? Ryan Pace. Uh-huh. He he could get fired too. It's everyone. Yeah, they need to clean house. Clean they, house because they're not far away, man. If you get they're a not, couple they, pieces, they're wasting one of the best defenses. And Chuck, yes. Chuck Pagano just retired, so now it's full clean house. Full, like, get the hell out. out. Full fuck. You're wasting one of the best defenses in the league. If I'm Denver, I don't want the Bears to be good, obviously. If I'm the Bears, I'm calling Doug Peterson tomorrow. Fuck. I'm calling Doug Peterson tomorrow. You've got a defensive place. You don't need a defensive-minded head coach. Yeah. You need a guy who's very creative offensively. Call the enemy or you call Doug Peterson. One of those guys needs to be your head coach tomorrow. Get a new quarterback. You're going to have some free agent options, right? Someone in free agency to come in, get some weapons, draft a weapon high. You're talking about Devontae Smith. Here's a possible landing spot for him if he, he slips a little Stop. bit. Or Jalen Waddle. got decent weapons, weirdly enough, though. Allen Robinson's one of the most underrated He's a free receivers. agent, I think. And I will say... He's really good. We've somewhat disrespected him, or I know, like, be, only just because B. Ramick loves him so much. Yeah. But Allen Robinson's really fucking good. He chose the Bears over the Packers he with did. the same contract, so he fuck did. that guy. He did. So. <laughs> Regardless, talk about Emotional. it. <laughs> Brown, Brown Steelers, CY. What do you got? Woo! So this game, we were, you know, start of the week, it was like, this is the easiest bet. I, I might have said that. The Steelers by oh, a lot. Yeah, you I might have said did that. say that. Check the tapes. But I might have said that. And I thought that too. And then as the week went on, I started looking into this game a little bit more. And I sent a text out. And I was like. Day of. It was day, it was day before, I think. Was it, was, it? It, was, it, was, it was Friday. Friday. It was Friday. Or, I think it was Friday. I said. I'm kind of feeling the Browns. And I got some ridicule out, of, ridicule out of you guys. And no one expected this. But the Browns come in, and the, from the first snap of the game, literally the first snap of the game goes over fucking Big Ben's head. It reminded me of the, the Super Bowl, the Seahawks shit on the fucking record-breaking Broncos. Hey, why are we not have that same energy for Ben about not jumping on the football as we do for fucking Cam? We should. We, ben, Ben's way too old. But it's <laughs> not about being old. Oh, it's that, as, oh the Panthers-Broncos. The Panthers-Broncos. The, the ball was there and he didn't fucking pick it up or he didn't jump on it. Super Bowl. Big Ben, same thing. Super Bowl. A little bit Cam different. Newton game. This is a different game. This is possibly your last game, Ben. So It could be. Regardless, the Browns blow the doors off the Steelers from the first snap. No one saw this coming. I'm going to hand the mic over to Matt. Uh, I know this is his team. I'll let him have the floor. It's pretty quiet today. Yeah, man. Um, super hurt with how this game turned out. I mean, I watched it literally first first kickoff to the end, and yeah, I don't think as a fan. I don't think I've ever been so relieved by a commercial break in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, there was just too many mistakes. They had us on our heels from the get go. Um, I don't want to talk too much about the game. Um, possibly Ben's last year as well as Pouncey's. Uh, Pouncey did say that he was going to follow Big Ben out once Ben retired. So, Damn. I don't know if we're going to lose our center as well, but both going to be Hall of Famers. Um, yeah. The one thing I do want to touch on as a Steelers fan this season is how young and immature our receiving core is. Um, I, think, I think this started with A.B., I think this toxicity started with AB. It carried over to Juju, and it, now Juju is kind of infecting yeah, uh, the rest of the receiving core. Steeler fans still trying to blame AB. Yes, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a fucking it. just him and Le'Veon just the dismantle of the organization from the inside. That's a thing. Le'Veon wasn't the dismantle because Connor 
Connor ran his fucking ass off that year that uh, Le'Veon he did have left. A, he did have a good year. Yeah, he had a great year. That's why he went so high in the draft this year, in our fantasy draft. Yeah, but he was a first rounder the year before. The, we're talking so much shit, we refuse to take our loss as men, and... Oh, Claypool's still running his mouth. He came Claypool out is still running yeah. his it's mouth. It's literally embarrassing. And it's yeah, really... we have nothing to back it up. It's just a, you know it's what just... it is to me. It's, it goes right back on the feet of Mike Tomlin, and no one wants to fucking blame him. He's a fucking cheerleader. He has no. He's never had control of his team, ever. He's always been that guy who's been a cheerleader for his team and never had I, control of it. Okay, he didn't you, have control. You've been of... saying this for years. I don't want to hear from a Bengal fan, Mac. Mike Tomlin, in or out, dude. I was going to say, at least they made the fucking playoffs. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, in or out. Yeah. Mike Tomlin's in. Oh, yeah, okay. they're not getting rid of him. No, yeah, we'll never get rid of him. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Season. Just throw some responsibility on him. I mean, team. he's a Hall of Fame coach, but the thing is, is he, the thing is, is he is a no. player's coach. Yeah. He is a player's coach. He feeds egos. He handles egos as, well. To as Cody was saying, to a certain extent, there's but, not a lot of control there that it feels like. But at the same time, I had so much... I was so angry with Tomlin at on that crucial fourth and one to put us within one uh, one possession of tying that game up or going ahead by one point, I believe. And Mike Tomlin is famous for the quote, if you can't get a yard, you can't win a fucking game. You don't deserve to win the fucking game. Well, they can't run the ball. They couldn't run the ball all year, and he knew that. But at the same time, that's not Mike. Mike Tomlin isn't a X's and O's guy, like no. strategist. He's like gonna be a players guy and wants to. He's gonna make connect. You, he's gonna make you run through. A brick he is a wall. former D coordinator, but he hasn't called plays one time for the In defense. A long time, but he was like for Pittsburgh. He was, I think, he was the Vikings D coordinator. He was. They were really fucking good. But he hasn't called plays one time for. No. When were the Vikings? He's a really good. Bottom line, I've been unbiased when were the all year. Vikings really been good. good. You have been. Bottom line, I've been unbiased all year. I, I've not talked about our success i've only talked about the things we've needed to work on yeah didn't get worked on throughout the season and this is where we are i think this is the whole reason i was not at cody's house during this game Mm -hmm. because i had bad feelings about it as well this is the same reason i didn't pick them in our playoff picks yeah thanks jackass yep but i i knew what i was dealing with i knew what we were getting into i knew that Kareem Hunt was going to run his ass, you, ass off, and we had to stop Nick Chubb. But the we had to one, put a lot of pressure on Baker in the backfield, and we didn't do any of The those. one thing you could guarantee, though, from the Steelers, no matter whether they won or lost all year, is they are solid on defense. Always. Like the Bears. The Bears made playoffs because they have a really good defense. Steelers always had a really good defense, especially under Mike Tomlin and the coach, Coward. But my Dude, thing is, is they out 48 points. But here's what I'll say about that. The one thing it's embarrassing. Will, the one thing I will say about the defense, they lost some really key guys. Bush. Bud Dupree, Bush, yes. Spillane was out most of the year. I know he came back a little bit for this game, but yeah. he wasn't 100%. So I, I will give them that part of it. But there's a way bigger issue with this team. Yes, and it is that we are fucking soft uh, from such a historic blue-collar organization that is yeah. fucking bulldog yeah. on the field and runs it down your fucking you're, throat. You're the and opposite is, now. And is dangerous on, on defense. We are the complete fucking op- We are the complete fucking opposite. Yeah, That's the, what it is. The TikToks, the, yeah. the gimmicks. We're soft. The lo- we're soft. And, you're, and you, you have a point starting with AB and that I, locker room video of Tomlin yelling. Listen, like Tomlin we yelling sound like people. old men. Talking about fucking millennials and the generation. No, but it's 100% true. But it is. It is. And that's what it comes back to. I think it just, I think it's Mike Tomlin. I don't know. I think it's a root problem of the Steelers. I think it was going so well and the culture was working for so long that he didn't exactly 
feel the need to enforce. He just kind of thought the leadership would enforce kind of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And when your leaders are then A, B, Le'Veon, Juju Smith-Schuster, it run. It, that's what yeah, your leader. Juju means. being the vet of a really good, really talented, talented receiving, core. Uh, receiving core, but Juju's uh, the the head guy. Juju's the head guy at 22 years old. I I, I get it. He's still a kid. He is. He's, He's a child. Still a kid. He's but a child. He he needs to understand that this is a grown man's He's game. He's gone. He's gone. Close your mouth. He's a free agent. He's gone. Close your mouth oh, and fucking. Really? Yeah. He's gone. No, he's they're a free agent. Not, yeah, there's he's absolutely gone. Yeah. There's yeah. And, shit. And that's another thing. We have a huge free agency this year. And this was we my We have th- to assign so many fucking people. I know it was. I know Kmore always fucking is on me about this. And I, 100%, I deserve it. Bad take. I thought the Steelers were going to be bad this year. And they weren't. Don't get me wrong. But this second half of the year is kind of what I saw with them happening early in the year. And I think – I just thought Ben – like it would father time catch up to him, and I think he got away with some stuff early because the defense was playing so well. But it caught up to him, and it caught up to him a little bit later than I thought. But they should have went zero and six in the last six games. They beat the Colts. They beat the Colts in the second half, where the refs had some questionable calls. But we lost to the or we won against the Titans on a missed field goal. That was earlier in the year. Yeah. Like I just they had a better year than I thought. Don't get me wrong; that was a bad take by me. But I kind of expected this. Like downfall of Big Ben at some point happening. I, I didn't. It was Big Ben in the playoffs, a home game against the Cleveland Browns. Without I expected this. Yeah, without their play caller, I expected this to be a shoe in. So no Stefanski. Do you guys hear a funny story about that? They said uh, so he watched the game in his basement yeah. by himself. No family turned his phone off. Didn't want like wanted to be in. And so he said like you know I knew found appreciation for fans. No control. Blah blah. But he goes. First play of the game, I knew it was a big play because my kids were going crazy upstairs and their feed was ahead of mine. Yeah. So then, oh, sure enough, shit. that first play, he yeah. was that like, "Imagine to me being a lot. that." Um, but imagine that being the head, like the head coach, and you yeah. see like that watching what, your team on what a TV. COVID. That's a crazy thought. So moving on, we won't, we won't harp on the Steelers anymore. I got one thing on the Steelers I want to oh, okay. say. Okay, we'll, we'll harp one more time. This isn't this isn't a big thing, but like I said, I think the one thing that we we mentioned it a little bit, but I think if Devin Bush didn't get injured. I think this is actually still a pretty good football team. I think once he got injured, your your team kind of spiraled. I think he's a really fucking good middle linebacker, and people he's and he, very underrated. He might be in the top uh, ten he's a middle huge linebacker. He's really defense, fucking good. Dude, he's, he's lined a line, and I he think flies. he's someone that would wrangle in a lot of that bullshit with Juju. Even though he's young, he's one of your best players. He's gonna figure it out. He comes I'm surprised from Michigan. TJ's not that guy that's. Stopping that shit in the you locker think. room, dude. Offensive defense don't mean in the middle. And I don't think I don't like think that. TJ really I don't think TJ really cares. The only thing I've gotten out of TJ is that he is strictly business. He's a good fucking football. That guy player. is strictly fucking but, business. But you need a leader. You need a leader. We do. For the future. And I said it like we were talking like Najee Harris late first round. And now I'm thinking, and I've been telling CY this, I think you guys needed a fucking quarterback now. Yeah. Like, and, and that's and now we're talking. You're a team that is now kind of one piece away because you still have a good fucking defense. Uh, they're more than one piece away. They can't run the ball. We, yeah, to. but you can get a running o back. Line late. Old. We, o line is old. Our line is getting really old. You can get a running back late and still be. Their successful. secondary is not good. Their corners are bad. You still have Minka Fitzpatrick's a oh, great. Can we, that's fine. Can that's we that's talk about that for a minute? Brandon, get oh, into yeah. it. Shout, with, shout out, B Raymake. Forgot about this. Yeah, I forgot about it too. Get what? What's the corner? Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson. Going full, 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 full Instagram tilt. DM, yeah, fucking troll, war. 
just goes to war and Steven Nelson responds. It's like an hour. They go and back they and go, forth. They go back and forth and then during the game, Brandon is screenshotting plays, <laughs> watching him get burnt, bullied, pushed around, and sending it to his Instagram. I think fans might be the worst when you act like this, but... Good for B. Ram. But I don't think. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Good for him. Shout good, out him. Good for B. Ram. I don't think the Steelers are a piece away. The Steelers are multiple pieces away with a big free agency. I think, to me, if I'm being honest, but obviously I'm biased. You're biased. Very biased. Very I think biased. they're in the worst shape in the division moving for the future. Just because they're the only team without a quarterback, of course. But they're they're, they're aging with expiring contracts, and that front seven can free- win games alone. What's on the defense? It proved on the defense. You know what I mean? Right. I, I still think they have a good defense. They have a great middle linebacker, great They have safety. really bad secondaries. Yeah, no, I think I think corners. we'll still be competitive corners. going forward. I don't think our defense is it's not bad. But yeah, to me, it's not but bad. to me, I don't think they're bad, yeah. but to me, all the other teams in the division are trending up and the Steelers are trending down. Maybe. That's just my thing. I, I, my point being is I think you need to go ahead and make a move at quarterback. Yeah. That's all I'm I agree. say to you. Like, and, but it's up to Big Ben. That's gonna be he's earned that. He yeah, it's he's, just, he's, he's not they're not going to push him out. It's he's what only, he wants. He's got one but, more year on his contract. That's what's that's but, what's really killing even, me. Even look at the Packers situation. Aaron Rodgers is trending up at 38. Like he's not spiraling down. And Tom Brady. He has no decision in whether they draft a quarterback in the first round or not. It doesn't matter. That's Big true. Ben's opinion doesn't matter. That's true. Whether they draft a first round to sit behind Big Ben. That's a good point. You know, he's earned the right to be the starter week one next year. Yeah. Obviously. That's a good point. So, so that he he has no control whether GM wants to fucking draft a first round. But now we need to I feel like we need to go out and get a veteran presence for that receiving core. I agree. I yes. think that's key for you. Guys. I think that's a huge Larry part. Larry Fitzgerald. He's done. He's <laughs> he's, 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 he's done. Fuck. That would change your whole thing. There'll be some out there, but I would take him on I would he's take a, him on borrowed time. guy though. I would take him on. He's Mars. retiring. He's retiring. He's not going to leave yeah. the Cardinals for. Uh, you got to love Larry Fitzgerald. That's Regardless, get your shovel, dig your grave, put the Steelers in it. They're done. Season's over. It's a wrap for Pittsburgh. Um, Let's go games. Moving on, we have the divisional round, NFL divisional round preview. We're going to go in the order of the games that they happened. We got two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Game one, we got Bees Packers in the frigid Lambo taking on the sunny Los Angeles Rams. Um, this game is supposed to be freezing. They say it's going to be cold as shit. Um, McVay won't name a starter at quarterback yet. Wolford's going to be okay. Aaron Donald, they say he's going to be okay. And they say Cooper Cup, who got it banged up at the end of the game, they say he's going to be okay. It, it doesn't matter. Line opens up at 7. What do we got? It doesn't matter. Rodgers is going to pick them apart. <laughs> yeah. He's going to pick them apart. That's it's a good that's all defense. I got. So we, we, all think the Ram, or we all think the Packers are going to win. Is there a route for the Rams game more? You've seen a lot of Rams games this year. How do they do it if they if they go in there and win this game? They they can. They don't have the quarterback to do it. Right. Rodgers would don't. have to That's throw this game away. Trust me, like the Rams are a really good football team. They have a great defense, but Sean McVay is not he's not saying that the Jared Goff is the quarterback of the future in LA. No. He does not. I don't think he wants Jared Goff at all. They could draft one, I think. I think they could draft one. That'd be a very interesting decision. Like a but Zach Wilson. We'll, we'll get we into that. We Zach Wilson to go to every team at some point. I know. Like, look, think Any about quarterback Zach, need? Think about Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson, BYU. Think about Zach Wilson there. Like, said, <laughs> I said that about the fucking Steelers like a week ago. Bears win 11 games, Zach Wilson quarterback. I swear. <laughs> anyway, but um, I, I really don't see a route for the Rams. I mean, I don't know if you guys do. I just don't think they have the quarterback play. Like I said, 
you you held the Seahawks to what are they what ten points or something 10 like points. that? You're not going to hold the Packers to ten points. Yeah. It's just not going to happen, yeah. especially in Lambeau. Like you're gonna and you're gonna have to put up a lot more than fifteen or twenty, whatever they did. You yeah, know, that's, I think, that's my that's my point. I think this is a really good matchup for the Packers on the sense that Goff is from California. He's never experienced weather like this. He just sucks. He has, sucks. He had surgery three weeks ago on that thumb. He sucks. They're gonna play Wolford. That's not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna score enough. And I get it. They went and shut down Russell Wilson. And they shut down DK Metcalf. But Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That's a whole other level. Yeah. That like we talked about. There's levels of this shit. Yeah. There. It's 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 another level. Agreed. And but don't get me wrong. I think Rams have a good defense. And I think like, Jalen Ramsey the Rams is defense. gonna That's gonna what give I said last week. Adams all he can handle. I sure. think Adams is not going to have a 150 in two game. It's not going to happen, no matter what B says. I it's hope not. he does because I fucking hate you. I think – I haven't said anything. I think <laughs> it's going to be a game where Aaron Jones is involved heavily. You got to get him involved. You got to run the ball against the Rams because that pass rush is too good. Just That's what happened with Seattle. They had no running game, so they just dropped back. Um, but – well, let's get B's opinion. What What's the keys to this game for you guys to come out on top? I'm going to answer the question you gave to K. Morg because I'm a Packer fan. I'm going to give you the route for the Rams. And you said it over there. We have to shoot ourselves in the foot for the Rams to win. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. You, have to, you Rod, have to turn the ball over Rod, at least. Rodgers has to turn the ball over. He has to get yeah. sacked on third down. Third and three, got to get sacked for a fourth and seven, fourth and ten. And it's going to continually happen all game. And then they have to, like, have a lucky acres run all hell has to break Honestly, loose. <laughs> all right this is the matchup i wanted i texted cody i said outside of the bears winning like that's whatever see the bears for the third time like i'm not too worried about the bears mm-hmm. this is what i want this oh, is what yeah. i want to see in the first this. round i text cody i said this is the absolute worst matchup for the rams yeah they're banged up as well because they they're i want to say they have the best defense right now in the playoffs maybe saints but Rams have the best defense right, right now. It's a good team. Like, it is. They just have it no doesn't, quarterback. It doesn't matter. Rodgers, LaFleur, we're, we're that good. We're, the best defense doesn't matter. We're going to score. It's the number one scoring defense because the number one scoring offense. And these, you know, these wide receivers don't have a quarterback that's going to get in the ball. And even if they did, our corners are playing the best football. But that's not how they'll win. They'll win the game by playing really good defense and Cam Akers having to – Monster game. Like they did last week. Yeah. Like you did last they, week. They have to have big runs from Cam Akers and sack Aaron Rodgers continually throughout the game. Anyways. The score from the Seahawks-Rams game last week will be the score flipped this week. Oh, that's It's okay. going to be like 20 or like 27 now, Packers to like 10 Now key, Now keys for the Packers. Cody said it. We got to run the ball. Uh, I like a heavy dose of Jamal Williams. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really love Jamal Williams in this game. Jamal Williams against the better defenses, more of a tough runner to to wear him down. I like using Aaron Jones as the the jet guy, the screens. Um, I like offs. get I, yeah dump offs. I like getting him out outside the tackle. I like wearing this team down with with AJ Dillon, Jamal Williams down the middle. Okay. I, I would like to see AJ Dillon get seven eight carries. I think it's a tight give, end game. Give me Dillon third and three. And I think. Uh, Robert Tonya has I think Tonya, the most touchdowns in the game. He, I, I think he has two. I think I'm I'm good on Tonya, and I think Lazard actually has a yes, decent game as that well. That was going to be my point. But Adams, Ramsey's that good to shut down Adams. He, eh, no, but but he'll do good enough where Rodgers will stay away. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that shut it down. For a little bit. No, I, I want a heavy dose of the run game in the snow. Whether it's snow or not, it's going to be freezing. It's going to be freezing. Fucking hammer. Run right at Aaron Donald several times. Wear this team down because in the second half, That's they will it. not you keep up. They will you not keep up. You have to run at him. You have to run at him. If you run away from him, he just blows it up, backside, kills him. If you run any you got to run at him. And you can Donald, double team that. They say he's the best defensive player of all time. He might be. <laughs> yeah. Literally, someone said that. He's like, I well, played against. No, it's Troy Aikman. He's like, I played against Lawrence Taylor. I Reggie played against White. Reggie White. Aaron Donald is way better. He's not. I'm going to say though. way better. Reggie, Reggie White literally won a Super Bowl by himself. Aaron Donald is fucking. This defense is about to fucking win everything. The key. I love it. Let's run the ball. All right, moving on. That was spe- Everyone's taking the Packers, right? We're yes, all on Packers. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, moving on. Obviously, we spent a lot of time in that game with Beast Team. Uh, we have this one should be quick. Ravens at the Bills. Um, quick, you think, huh? I think so. Who do you got in this game? I mean, Raven, I've been on the Ravens. I think they're a top three. You know, as far as like hottest teams in football, the Ravens are right there with how they finish the season. They're coming off a of big wins against Tennessee. Um, this game's gonna come down if Lamar, and almost like every game, it's gonna come down if Lamar can throw the football. And with a high-powered Bills offense, I see them playing from behind at some point, and the Ravens don't play well from behind because he has to throw the football, and they're very one-dimensional at that point. Um, Ravens are you know, one of my teams that I've drafted. I just don't like this matchup for them. I think they lose to the Bills. That's a good call. Yeah, I mean, I'm not picking the Ravens. Yeah. so I am. Do it. Okay. It's the first time I'm not going to pick the Bills probably this year. Um, the Ravens have the corners to compete. Uh, they have the linebackers that are fast enough for Josh Allen, and the Bills don't have a running game. Zach Moss is out for the playoffs. I saw that. They don't have a running game. The Ravens do. I like ball control. I like close game. I like, I like under. Dobbins. I like Dobbins. <laughs> I like Dobbins. Um, yeah, I, I, Bills defense hasn't grown enough or, or done enough for me to think they could stop what Lamar did last week. This game kind of does scare me, though, for the Bills. You're convincing me. It, it does scare yeah. me. It does scare me for the Bills, but... I like time of possession. I like running the ball. I'm going to go with the better team for the year. The Bills are yeah, the better yeah, team yeah, all year. Yeah, of course. I'm going to stick I with I just the know Josh Allen can throw the ball, and Lamar doesn't play well from behind. I agree. That's all I got. Um, okay. That's what we're Moving doing. on to Saturday's game, we have the game that Brady says should be on the History Channel. Um, Bucks at the Saints. It'll be the oldest matchup of combined ages of the quarterbacks ever in the playoffs. Um, ever wow. in NFL history, actually. Sorry. They just they had that record when they played earlier this year. Now they're all older, obviously. So third time this year, Bucks at the Saints. Saints beat the doors off them twice. Third this time they're playing. Third time they're playing. Um, what do you guys got? Be able to start with you. Saints for a third time. Really? I think the the first two matchups were too convincing to be like all of a sudden you could go and beat them. Right. You know what I mean? Um, they have the corner that could lock down. Take take away one of the receivers. You know the Saints have two corners that could take away two of the receivers. I think ABs might be a huge factor in this game. Uh, he's coming into the offense a little bit, but if they can't run the ball against the Saints, they will lose. Mac, damn, that's a good call. Um, I'm not far off of that. I think I'm going to take the Bucks in this game uh, because it is the third time they're seeing them. Yeah. Um, I also think that they have better weapons. Okay. I'm going to go with the Saints. This game scares the shit out of me the third time thing. Yeah. I'm a big guy on that kind of stuff too. Yeah. But they're due, right? It's I, a rubber bu- match, bro. Bucks are due to win, right? My <laughs> thing, my yeah. thing, here's my yeah, thing. Yeah, but is, you're, you're, go I, ahead. I think, I think Breeze has told this team that he's retiring at the end of the year. And I think they're playing knowing that. And I think it's, they're going to be a very, very tough team to beat because they they know this is Breeze's last ride. 
and they're going to do everything they can to get him one. So I'm going with the Saints. I honestly wow. don't want them to win. <laughs> yeah. They're playing the best well, best football defense. right now. You guys will beat defense. the Bucks. The Packers will beat the Bucks. Saints, Packers will be a fucking good game. It would be a great game. game. I'm gonna compare my ER. <laughs> this, this, like I'm with all you guys. This is the scariest game as far as like betting perspective goes. Yeah, I you three trying to beat a team three times in anything so is tough. fucking difficult. Very tough. I'm a big believer of a team has got to fucking win at some point. They got to be due at some point to fucking win. But with a team with Especially Sean a Brady Payton, team, God. but but a Sean Payton, Drew Brees is the same. Like, Brady. don't be shocked he beats them three times. It's I, Drew Brees, Sean you. Payton, Hall of Famers. But it's Alvin not like the offense, you know, is Michael that, Thomas, is they finally great. connect. They score for the finally. first time. That was crazy. That was Did fun. you hear that stat? That was crazy. The first touchdown all year? Nuts. Anyway, Nuts. My, my prediction is going to be the Saints. I'm with what, what you guys said. It was too convincing the first two, especially the last one at, on the road. Yeah. They beat the absolute dog shit out of them. I don't think Same. they're going to be able to run the ball. I totally think. I think the Saints are going to get this done. But, again... I'll be tuning in this game. This game will be one gonna I'm going to be, be pretty locked in match, on. Yeah. Um, and then the last game. I'll be golfing. The last game of the weekend, we had the Browns at the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> Chiefs obviously had the bye. Browns coming off that big win. Um, let's start with me. Okay. Oh, shit. What are you going to do? Chiefs. <laughs> Beat that fucking redheaded yeah. stepchild Everyone's into the fucking that. dirt. No one has the Browns, right? No. No, I'm going to quote Claypool. You're going to get smacked up anyway. <laughs> yeah. They're going to get smacked That was the only thing I really agreed with that's been said this it's, whole season. Just don't say anything. Like it's it's just you shouldn't like, have said anything. It. But yeah. I'm going to quote them. Yeah. But I'm going to quote them. Yeah, no, they're gonna, funny. I think the Chiefs The Chiefs struggle a little bit at the end of the year. Browns played a little bit better, but Chiefs roll. I like Chiefs the under roll. in the first half. This isn't really a good matchup for the Browns. I think the Chiefs really beat them hard, actually. So, um, other news. Doug Peterson get fired. Uh, craziness. Crazy. No one expected it. I actually wanted to bring this up because I heard some crazy theories that are going through talk radio in Philadelphia right now. And I wanted to bring it to your guys' attention. Okay. Is uh, is it Lori, the owner of the you know, of the Eagles, one of his childhood friends, grew up with them, really close with them, said, there's no way he's making this move without having a successor or having a guy there ready to go. So who do you think? So the, the rumor going around is – that there was a handshake agreement that's a complete conspiracy with Lincoln Riley because they drafted Jalen Hurts Holy to get shit. Lincoln Riley oh this year God. because they didn't know if they have a season called football. And this was talked about pre like during COVID that Lincoln Riley would be the coach and go take Jalen Hurts. Complete conspiracy. No backing behind it. But this is what's going around Philadelphia right now. And if, if Link, to bring to you guys' attention. If Lincoln Riley was going to make the jump to the NFL, it would have been with the Cowboys last season. I think so, I too. Think so too. I think you walk into somebody else's grave in Philly. <laughs> but what a wild conspiracy, right? Like, oh, it's super wild. <laughs> I'm all in, dude. I love a good conspiracy. Uh, it's definitely not true. But the fact that Doug Peterson gets fired after winning a Super Bowl three years ago and then makes the playoffs the last two yeah. years, except this year, he won't that's be crazy. He won't be not a co- not a head coach for long. He'll be, he he'll, he'll be, be one. Whatever that whole dispute was, must have been fucking huge. Hey, I I gotta know something. I, I read a report and it was like. Now that Peterson's out, don't count Carson Wentz not being the starter. I saw that too. I saw that. Where where are you at with that? Like, it does it? It obviously depends on the head coach coming in. And the, the money says otherwise. The money says that Carson Wentz has to stay in Philly. Yep. Yeah. There's so much money. And I, I was the telling the likelihood of him staying in Philly is honestly, I think it's like ninety percent. I was now telling that, the guy at work that I was like, look, especially when the coach goes like that, the money talks. 
Mm-hmm. The man's not getting benched. Uh, or For much longer. Yeah. He's going to play. And he's the guy who was vocal about being pissed off about being benched. He wants to play. He's going to play. Yep. He's got the skill set. He was turning the ball over a ton. But we got to talk about he's not getting a lot of help either. Like his receivers are always banged up. His offensive line was banged up all year. And he turned the ball over. He didn't He didn't carry him on his back. Mm-hmm. Well, some quarterbacks can't. Yep. You go and give him a little bit of help. He has the talent-wise to be good. So, well, yeah, I mean, there's there's very few quarterbacks that can win regardless of a situation. You know, it, they, it sucks it, for Jalen. A Rodgers, a Brady, a Manning, a Breeze. There's very there's it's an elite list. Wilson, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. At times, not not so much this year, yeah. but at times, like, and I just don't think Wentz is in that category. Do I think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL? Probably. Yeah. I probably do. I like the Colts. I just I think that's a good fit. That's don't what I'm don't about put it. too much pressure on him. That Eagles team when they won the Super Bowl, they had a great running attack. Like Garrett Blunt had like 50 touchdowns that year, and they had a really strong defense. Their defense, was and they didn't put too much pressure on him. But at the quarterback position. We're going to talk about jobs that are open and yeah. fills, but the Eagles is a bad job. It's not a really? good job. They have two guys signed on defense on a bad defense. They have only one. They have Darius Slay and Fletcher Cox, and a bunch of ni- they have nine bozos with no cap space. That they can't pay, so they're in a not a good cap situation. I don't know, no really quarterback situation. I don't think it's as bad of a job as you think. The, the, if was, I'm Niners defense corner, I take that job. Yeah. I trade Carson Wentz, clear up cap space, and I I ride with Jalen. But you're gonna, you're not, no one's gonna take that Carson Wentz contract straight up. You're gonna have to eat a lot of that dead money. You're gonna have to eat a lot of it. Yeah. It's gonna take a few years for them to get back. I think they're in trouble for a little bit. But, but the division's on, weak enough to. It is. It is. Adam. Stop! Stop! (laughs) Don't get Brandon. You just saw like a like someone made a gif. It was just like the savior of Philadelphia. (laughs) Chasing flies. All right, so that's TV podcast episode one. We have some great playoff games going on this weekend. Go Um, pack, go baby! Yeah, we'll we'll have the results and some fight results as well. And the competition. So, I mean, I only have one team left. I have Packers. Okay, Morgan has three. I'm going to go down to one real quick. You got one? I think I got one. No, I think you got two. You got two. You have two. You have uh, Bucks. You have Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I have three, but at least two are losing. And Brandon has a team. Brandon has a team. Brandon has a team advance. (laughs) So we'll keep you updated, and uh, we'll get some plans for B to head to Denver. What do you got for bets for us, CY? You know what? I'm going to take the week off on bets. Yeah. You deserve it. You know, I'm taking taking the week off bets. Going to give myself. Was last week tough? Wasn't good. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't watch it with you. I didn't know. It wasn't Sorry. good. My lock was the Bills. They didn't cover. Yeah. It was a rough. It was a rough go. So. We get the Titans. So. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. At Seattle. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a week off. Take nice. a week off of betting. Hammer the Packers. I we're like saying we're taking a week off on air, but it's like, you know we're betting. I, know. <laughs> you know. I do like the Packers minus seven. Look at that. So, uh, Straight up. Straight TD up. Podcast, episode one. Tune into episode two with the Bachelor Report um, as we break down what happened on episode two. Thanks.